I guess this also means that I'm probably editing the damn thing because uh, <laughs> Tilby's conveniently not here. Yeah. Just send him the files and be like, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> this will get you better. I don't right. think you'll have to do the, the kind of edit that you do on THG. Just line it up and then take it from there. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a light one anyway. Yeah. So uh, I'm not too worried. All right, let's rock and all roll. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's Brendan White here, your very humble host for this episode of Hoop Dreams. Joining me, as always, Australia's John O'Peck. You can find him on them socials at John himself and myself at Brendan8Bit. Uh, our usual uh, leader or our joint co-pilot, Matthew Tilby, is uh, taking a sabbatical. He's uh, under the weather. Got that dreaded man flu or COVID or maybe thrush. Who knows? Uh, but he's not here to defend himself. But... Uh, you know, if it's not on, it's not on, Matthew Tilby. That is a lesson you need to learn and keep embedded in your noggin now until the end of your days. But JP, how you doing, man? Welcome to Hoop Dreams. I'm very good. I have none of the aforementioned ailments. I'm I'm healthy and wealthy and, and wise today. Yes, I love that. Healthy, wealth. That's a, that was a show, wasn't it? That was a show on Channel 9. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea what it was. I, I just like put that in my brain as like one of those shows that i'm never going to check out along with like burke's backyard and all that the great outdoors you know all those shows when i was a kid yeah 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 burke don burke the the only thing that got confirmed about him is he's a very angry man hmm. um he's he's been on quite a few uh foul language tirades over the years on uh, various shows but uh i guess that's what happens when you get too much of a green thumb it can go to your head and uh <laughs> yeah, turn you very bitter and spiteful even though you've got all that johnny cash yeah. from uh, just digging holes and planting plants but uh, anyway we're here to talk basketball it's been a been a, a fortnight since we've jumped in the studio but we thought we'd do a bit of a small ball episode today because uh yeah the boss man is not here so we're we're fast and loose it's mm-hmm. going to be a little bit a uh, little bit bit flexible and we're going to avoid much of the more dreary nba based discussion um yeah. We're sort of going to maybe talk some Space Jam trailer initial reactions that was dropped over the last couple of days. Uh, I put a placeholder in here too to maybe if you wanted to do like... um, Mm -hmm. If you wanted to shoot from the hip, right. Regarding, uh, I'm talking trade deadline winners and losers. So maybe some shooting from the hip regarding teams or players or situations where you deem it a big win or a big loss from uh, the last fortnight's trade deadline coming and going. So, JP, did you want to start us off? Well, maybe we'll start negative and end with the positives. Who's Who do you think some losers of the, the tra- Ooh, NBA trade deadline? Losers, losers. I think the Pistons, no, the Cavs. Where did Andre Drummond play? The Cavs, right? Yeah, the Cavs. <laughs> yep. I think they're a loser for not getting anything for him somehow. Like a player that isn't, in it, you know, he's not an all-star. He's not in the MVP conversation, but he can definitely affect a game. And he can definitely win you yeah. a game here and there. Like, is it that much of a stretch to say he's one of the best rebounders of all time? Or um, at least in the last couple of generations, I, you'd say? Yeah, yeah? I, I would say of the current era, like the last decade, he, he's up there. He's probably had as many 20 rebound games as anyone I can remember in, you know, the last 10 years. Uh off the top of my head, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Dwight Howard a, a bit of a tip of the cap with that one for his peak. 
and uh, Reggie Evans. I'm going to give him a little oh, bit of that wow. tip too. For being like the garbage man, yeah, for, for pretty much being a guy that just comes off the bench. But he was one of those fantasy basketball guys where you could, if you needed to win rebounds for the week, you just like pick up Reggie Evans and hope that he goes off because he'd grab your 12 or 14 rebounds on any given night, just depending God. on if he got the minutes or not. <laughs> he's a guy I haven't thought about in easy five years, yeah, like uh, he's sort of out of the league now and doing what he's doing, but yeah, he was he was just coming in in garbage time and just gobbling up rebounds, like he. Mm. Wasn't an offensive dynamo, but he would fight on that glass like no one's business, and uh, yeah. had a, had a pretty pretty mean beard too, with the old uh, shaved head, old Reggie Evans. Absolutely, but yeah, I, I guess Drummond's definitely up there. I'm trying to think who else would you would you put in that conversation? Like Anthony Davis, obviously is yeah, one like of those go guys. go Bears, go Bears, good on the on on the glass. Capella, um, yeah, like you think you think of like prime uh, Kevin Love. Yeah, yes, he was actually, he was quite the glass man. I would yeah, I would probably give Kevin Love the edge over over Dwight just because we saw Kevin Love average like 15 rebounds for three or four seasons. Yeah. And he was like not like you look at Drummond and and Dwight and they were these super athletic guys that would just rise up. Like Russell Westbrook's probably in this conversation too for for a point guard, but these guys would just rise up, get the ball, ch- go chase it, whatever. And Kevin Love just box out like stick the big caboose into the to the you know other player and he'd just figure it out that way pretty much just yeah. the real like uh analytical cerebral kind of like the the triple h of rebounding yeah that's that's good the cerebral assassin kevin love yeah, <laughs> yeah at least he didn't come out and do the crotch shop and spit water at people <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah peak peak love in the, in the timberwolves days he was mm. he was a savage yeah but getting back to the, to the question i think yeah um so you're saying the Cavs forget him. Yeah. They couldn't even get a second round pick that they traded for last year for him. Mm. Like they couldn't even get that back. It's yeah. crazy. They had to just buy him out. And it was a big contract to buy out. I think he may he may he must have agreed to take less of the full deal. I think that's a thing that can happen. I think Blake did a similar thing with Detroit. But uh yeah, that that's that's probably the first thing that comes to mind for losers. What about you? Yeah, it's um I, I had the the Cavs written down for that. Like when JaVale McGee can get traded for two future seconds mm. and Drummond or Aldridge even couldn't even get anything. Like it's it's the big men are probably the losers of the deadline in, in that regard as far as value. But uh firstly I'm I'm gonna go close to home and say my Raptors yeah. were a loser. That I I like the Gary Trent Jr. trade they did for for Powell. I think Trent's a great young piece moving forward for us. But the fact that they couldn't get Lowry out of there when there was some offers on the table that weren't exactly what they wanted. Like I respect Masai for not taking, say, eight, 80 cents on the dollar. But but why yeah. not? Is he going to... Yeah, exactly. It's something then, you know? like Is he leaving? Like have we, has he essentially said he's not coming back next year? Well, apparently he wants two years and 25 mil per. So... <laughs> But I think he's I think he's going somewhere else. So I'm hoping we can like at least maybe sign and trade him in the off season for something. Yeah, no, but, no one else is going to give him 25. Sure. Yeah, but like you know, we we got we got done by by bloody Miami when they went and got uh, Oladipo for half a ham sandwich and Kelly Olynyk. Like mm. that's that's a steal for the Heat, and that's also why I've got the Houston Rockets as a loser for me because they couldn't get really anything of value. 
for Oladipo, who was what most improved player in 2018. Like obviously he's not even 80% of what he was two years ago, but if he can bounce back and now I think that he's playing in a good system uh, in, in the heat, like with buckets and with bam, it might be similar to this, like the Harden resurgence. Now he's at Brooklyn and given a damn, you know, I think he might start stepping up and, you know, he'll give him good two way play. Like that's a good, good sort of trio to, to build around there in Miami. So I think they've done really well for themselves uh, the Celtics I put as a loser because every year at the trade deadline, it's like, oh, yep, they're going to make some moves here. Ainge's <laughs> going to do it. You wait. And nothing ever happens. They got uh, Fournier for, I think, two two seconds. And then they traded away Tice for a ham sandwich as well. So they didn't address their biggest need at the five spot. So sucked in, though, to the Celtics in that regard. It makes me laugh <laughs> because every year it's the same old song and dance. But they're my big losers. Um JP, what about winners for you? Who who do you think uh, made out like a winner at the trade deadline? Uh, the Bulls. I got to say the Bulls are back. Uh, <laughs> as, as our friend Trey Kirby would say, I, I like that they were able to get Vucevic for, you know, not not really giving up too much, not giving yeah, up anything. Carter, Carter's, Carter's the biggest piece because he's, he's still mm-hmm. got a bit of, I think, mystery about him, about what he could become. But yeah. When you got Virtues, what he's thirty? He's, 30. he's thirty years old, right? Yeah. And he signed for two more years. He's he's a great five there. You got rid of, out of Otto Porter's contract, and the and the first rounders you gave had some good protection on him too. So you're not really yeah. putting a lot of risk on it. Yeah, and it's like is Wendell Carter going to be more valuable than what Vucevic is right now? Like, is he ever going to reach that value? Probably not. It hasn't nah. really worked out. You know, there's still enough. He's probably young enough that he could still turn into something, but it's not a sure thing as much as Vucevic is. You know what Vucevic yeah. is, and I think that the the biggest thing for me, and this is something that I, I was saying about Phoenix for the past few years, like. <laughs> Sorry, an ad just popped up on my computer. Oh, okay, I thought that was a new drop, and I was like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been saying about Phoenix up until they got Chris Paul, but you just need to get enough guys in there for the young guys. Like they don't have to like make the final, like the conference finals or the NBA finals. They need to get playoff experience so that even if you know Chris Paul is there for two years and then he's retired, even if Vucevic is useless in three years because he's you know older and and not as effective they're gonna win games they're gonna make the playoffs they're gonna get those young guys the experience of of playing in front of a big crowd hopefully soon uh in where the pressure is happening so that when it comes time that they do have all the pieces together that maybe that one of those players turns into a you know an mvp candidate or something that they they've been there before and they're not like a deer in headlights so I think you know having these younger guys like Kobe and, and Pat Williams and um, even it, Levine's a younger dude, you know. But yeah. like obviously he's he's more he's one of the vets on the team, but he's still a mid twenties guy that hasn't hit his ceiling. I don't think mm. so. I think you've got a great core there to grow and and yeah, like I think Patrick Williams will take a lot out of it because you know he's a he's not a center by trade, but he's a small forward power forward type that that doesn't mind playing on both ends and can learn some professionalism from from the Vooch. So yeah. Yeah. it's I think it's a very big move and it's good to see that the Bulls are, are pushing their chips in, you know, mm. instead of just sitting on as a fringe playoff team, they're going, no, what we can we can push for anywhere from maybe the fourth seed 
uh, you know, four through to six, I think they're probably going to ultimately finish now with with that roster. So it's yeah. awesome to see because they're one of the pillars of the NBA and they've been bad for so long. Oh, yeah. So you must feel good to see them on the upswing. Yeah, they haven't quite put it all together yet, but they, they're starting to win some games and we'll see. I, I think they will make the playoffs, hopefully. They might take... Oh, I think so. They might take the so. Knicks or the, or the Hawks spot in there, but I think what I what I'm really excited about is the fact that they now have enough there that they might be able to entice an actual free agent they haven't signed a good free agent or like a, a desirable free agent probably since Carlos Boozer in 2010 wow that's going back yeah that's 11 years ago and even he was like the fourth consolation prize that season after LeBron Wade Bosch and Carmelo so that was the the last time they managed to pull someone in. They did get Dwayne Wade and Rondo a few years later, but it wasn't like Dwayne Wade and Rondo. Like it wasn't. Yeah, it was was Wade wanting to go home and yeah, respect his cheat town and stuff like and it, that. It but... didn't really work out. So I, I think this nah. is the kind of thing. Like you know, things fall apart in in LA with the Clippers, and suddenly Kawhi's looking for a new home. I feel like I'm just maybe I'm the optimistic Bulls fan here, but if I'm Kawhi, it hasn't worked. With Paul George, another superstar, he might look at Chicago and go, you know, cool city, maybe it's a bit cold, but mm. it's a team where there's these two other all-stars, Zach Levine's the flashy guy, he'll take the attention, but I can be the leader on the floor, and there's enough pieces there that I can kind of mold it and, and still be like the guy uh, th- that'd be that'd be like that'd be the dream scenario like Kawhi would slot into that that team seamlessly and they're just the the guys you mentioned I think would work really well but like I, I worry like I know we're getting off track talking about <laughs> uh, crystal balling where, where Kawhi's going to go but I worry that if things turn to hell in Clippertown and they get bounced again at the end of this this finals he's going to then just he's going to go to the Lakers that's my fear he's just going to you know take the low hanging <laughs> fruit and just go down the road and, and team up with LeBron and, and Davis which would suck, but it just feels like that's the reality we're in these days. Jeez, I don't know. That would be... I think he would take so much flack for that. Like, that's a KD going to the Warriors kind of move. I, I don't think he has that in him. He might be too competitive. But even, like, f- forget Kawhi for a second. Like, it doesn't have to be him. It could be... Yeah, De- yeah. De- Devin Booker gets sick of Phoenix, you know? It could be... Sorry, Matt Tilby. It could be anyone like that. It, it's just, like, to have those two all-stars kind of locked in... Similar to, I guess, the Celtics have got their young core and, you know, mm-hmm. Philly's got their, um, they've had their young core there for a while. It just makes it slightly more attractive to these free agents that probably wouldn't have given it a thought previously. So that's what I'm hoping, that we can get someone, someone yeah, decent. Yeah, I think so. I think, they're, I think they're on the right track. Like they certainly push their foot down on the accelerator as far as this this retool. I wouldn't say rebuild because they're in the playoff hunt at the moment, but they've just said, you know what, let's let's make a push this year and see if we can win a round in the playoffs. I think if they can win a round in the playoffs, that's a huge, huge, huge win. Like mm. I don't envision them going much further than that, but stranger things have happened, you know? So who knows? But um my my winner I want to highlight as well. I think the uh the Denver Nuggets need a little bit of bit of love. Uh, I mentioned yeah. earlier that that they grabbed JaVale McGee for two future seconds to to shore up the backup five 
behind Jokic there. So, uh, you know, they're going to be matching up against Gobert and co in the playoffs. So I think he's good there to, to sort of steal some minutes. And then grabbing uh, Aaron Gordon to, I guess, delay, replace Jeremy Grant in a way. Like, mm. um, you know, they've got a got a big body point forward now who who can get his own, but he's he's really settled in quickly in the last week or so. Like as far as being the you'd say the third maybe fourth fiddle you know like he's behind Murray Jokic uh Michael Porter Jr and then he sort of fits in as the fourth option really and he's he's thriving like he's distributing he's getting steals he's getting blocks he's getting rebounds like I think that's a very very underrated pickup for the Nuggets and um I think they're gonna they're gonna make some noise I think they're just um I think they're a couple of games behind second spot in the west at Mm. the moment but you know, I'm I'm feeling good. I think they could uh they could do enough to get back to the Western Conference Finals again this year and and see if they can uh, go one step further. Like I'm I'm liking that core they've got there. Yeah, it's great. I, I love that move for them. Like having Gordon there and not having to, you know, have the pressure on him of being in the top one or two guys from night to night. Not the not that he was the top guy in Orlando, but I think the expectation was probably there that he would <clears> become that. Being that you know when when a team drafts you, there's that extra expectation that. They took a chance on you and you have to deliver and live up to the potential. But getting getting acquired in a trade is a bit different. So hopefully he can he can settle in there and pu- like push that team further than they've been because it it all comes down to, to Murray for me. Like we know that the Joker is potentially the MVP this season and he's gonna do that in the playoffs, most likely. And Jamal Murray's this hot and cold trick-or-treat kind of player where he's going to get you 50 or he's going to disappear. And it's yeah. been a weird season. I don't know maybe if, if he was kind of fatigued or or disengaged from that short off-season after going so deep in the playoffs. I hope that's all it was and that it's not just this guy that's always forever going to be turning it on when the season you know, reaches at the 50-game mark or whatever it is. Because up to now, that's kind of been what we've seen is he's just a playoff performer which is yeah. good like that's when you if you're only going to perform it at one time that's of the, the year yeah, that's the space you want to be performing <laughs> <laughs> that's it but it just means he'll never make an all-star game because when they're casting the votes like he, he's usually not informed yet so it, it, yeah I, I think that jamal murray turning things on will be the difference and that takes the pressure off gordon and porter jr even more i think so i think it's some sneaky pickups and then uh, just just a quick shout to yeah Miami Heat, uh, Pat Riley and Co. Holding out and playing chicken with the Raptors with Lowry and and winning that race and then getting all the depot for two tenths of nothing is is huge for them. I think that's really going to help them climb the standings uh, come the end of regular season as well. So uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Couple couple of sort of moves in in both respective conferences to sort of shuffle shuffle around the potential power players. So. Uh, yeah, it was good. That was it was also the most active trade deadline that has uh, occurred in in many many years. I don't have the numbers in front of me. I probably should have prepared that. So, you know, that's that's one good thing as Tilby does is he has <laughs> has many many notes. But I know that there was a lot of players. A lot of I think it was twenty seven transactions were done with I think it was in excess of sixty players in total got moved around. So it was the busiest deadline at least in the last decade. And uh, yeah, it made for some good watching. Like I was so sleep deprived on trade deadline night. I sat sat up. Just refreshing my phone and watching all the tickers on on uh, Twitter uh, on Twitter and looking on the forums just to sort of see where Lowry ends up and then he ends up just 
hanging out at home and not going anywhere. So uh, <laughs> I was very tired and exhausted the next day for no real reason. But uh, it's a bit of an anticlimax given there was all this build up to like you know yeah. it's Lowry's last game as a Raptor and it's it's you know him saying things in the media like that definitely hinted towards him accepting that he was leaving and all that. So yes, it'd be it'd be kind of awkward going to work the next day. I think. It really was, and like, yeah, there was. Then there was rumors like, you know, that the Lakers were now a suitor for for uh, Lowry and pushing hard for it, and then just nothing eventuated. Like, I respect that Masai stood pat, but at the same time, maybe be a slightly less stubborn. I prefer eighty percent of what I wanted as opposed to a hundred percent of nothing type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, but hey, it's not my money. It's not my franchise. <laughs> Do as you will, but. Uh, these franchises are ours, JP. We thought we'd mix things up mm-hmm. and do a bit of a celebrity draft to to wrap up this episode of Hoop Dreams. So what we're going to do is we're going to go snake style to draft uh, six players. We're, we're looking to fill one through five and then a six man as well. So we're looking for someone to play point, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, and then a six man to you know slot in where where you where you see fit. JP, I might be nice and give you the first first overall pick to start okay. filling out your dream team. We haven't really done much prep. I haven't sort of recorded any names down. I don't know if you sort of <laughs> took some time to put a list together, but I'm uh, I'm yeah. definitely going to be doing this. Okay, I got a question that I'm going to ask now instead of okay. later. Are we talking... So we're talking celebrities. Are we talking like in their prime or like at this very moment? Um... Let, let's go let's go in their prime okay let's go in their prime <laughs> very good I'd, I'd be curious to know how much your your short list that you've prepared changes if it was at this very moment but mm. uh well a lot of these yeah. guys are getting on in age you know so it's like you know or they might even be deceased like my yeah my, yeah my, my number yeah, well, one you, pick you can, you can pull from history if you like okay I don't mind my, my number one pick is prince himself or the artist formerly known oh, yes. as prince I don't know if you've seen the Charlie Murphy story on Chappelle's show about uh, Prince inviting Eddie Murphy and Charlie Murphy over for some hoops and absolutely destroying them, uh, game blouses. But from all stories told, Prince was a bowler, a hooper. I guess he'll be my point guard because he's about five foot five or something. Yeah, there's there's not much of Prince, but um, hell of a hell of a performer. And you know, if you want your floor general to be a bit flashy as well, you've, mm. you've got that in spades. He's Maybe he'd end up being a bit like a Steph Curry. You know, he's got that sort of flash and that confidence to just stroke it from anywhere. Like he is pretty much the the love god himself, old Prince. Like uh yeah. that's that's a good call. That's a really good call, actually. Do you think Prince could dunk? Oh. Hmm. No, I think he'd just do maybe it'd be like Chris Paul, where you'd never see him dunk and then you'll see it once or twice in your entire life. So <laughs> but he'd probably do some sweet layups. Yeah, he he played in high school. I'm told. There's yep. there's photos of this. So, yeah, I, I think he'd be like a, he'd have a bit of a Kyrie Irving game with those those you know that fancy handwork with the, around the hoop and yep quick, yep quick dribbling. So yeah, that that's my number one pick. Who have you got? Ooh, okay, so that's interesting. So you've gone Prince for your point guard. I'm I'm gonna go with the Rock. Give me give me Dwayne <laughs> Johnson. Uh, give me all six foot five of Dwayne Johnson. Uh, so I'm I'm going to slot him in. Like I guess it's going to depend on your overall starting five and the heights. So I think that you can say the Rock is your center, basically, because we're yeah. talking celebrities are pretty small. 
Yeah, I I did do a bit of research on heights of some celebrities though, but uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll take the Rock. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm gonna put him at power forward for now. I envision him to be almost like a, a Barkley, like unless I can find someone bigger to play the center, I'll, I'll put him put him at power forward for now as an asterisk, and I might have to shift him down. But I think mm. he's got freakish agility, uh, sneaky athleticism, uh, some swagger. So uh, I like that he can, that he can, uh, you know, not only keep keep my fans and and the team in check, and and I can just imagine the press conferences before and after the games, like he'd just uh, have everyone eating out of the palm of his hand. So give me give me the rock to play uh, at the four or the five, pending how the rest of my draft plays out. Is he, is he any good at basketball though? That's the question. I don't know if it, like, and that's one thing I'm like, are we? Because I didn't. No, if I was just going to just cherry pick from like the NBA celebrity games then because there'd be ball. I just yeah. envision that I'm building a team of dudes that I think could be all right at basketball. Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess people will have to judge that later. But I've gone for actual definite hoopers in, in my okay. list. So, just, okay. just so, so you know. So, as it's snake style, I'm going, yeah. I'm going again and I am going to grab... I'm looking at sort of sort of some twin towers action. I'm going to go Jason Momoa. Ooh. He is he's six foot four. So yeah, him and him and the Rock could potentially be my four and five. I think you know he's got some swagger. Uh, I reckon he could be a hooper. Like he's got a body, like he's he's a very fit man. Like I've got two very fit, strong men that can uh, secure that paint. So uh, give me give me Aquaman. Give me Jason Momoa, and that. Uh, handsome face and that uh eyebrow scar that i'm still eternally jealous of and uh give me all of that yeah i doubt he has any coordination with a ball but you could definitely ask him to play like a stephen adams kind of you know bruiser kind of role yeah he stephen adams is like the the black and gold home brand ripoff version of of jason momoa like if you look at him from an aesthetics point of view yeah all right my next pick is I'm I'm going small ball with my team. You're gonna okay. have to catch these guys. So another probably another guard. I'm going with Michael B. Jordan. MJ, you might That's call him. That's a good pick, yeah. You just know he's got the hoops too. Yeah. He he did play in the celebrity all star game in twenty eighteen and was pretty good. We know that he's, you know, quick with from all that boxing training for Creed and yeah, he's he's definitely a hooper. I think he played in college as well not not like it was a it was an arts school so it's not like he's playing yeah. for one of the big like you know big east or whatever you call those divisions but yeah that's a guy that i'm having in in my uh in my team and if, if you remember it's probably nba 2k like 17 or something he was in the my career as one of the yeah, uh he was indeed yeah as one of like your your teammates and i'm sure that he did like his own mocap and stuff for that yeah. too so yeah, he knows what he's doing. He knows his way around the hoop. So I've taken Prince and Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, so you're sort of building from the point um, inwards and I'm going from the center outwards. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, so it's snake style, so you've got another pick. Mm. So I wonder how tall this guy is. My next guy is I definitely need someone with some shooting, right? And... That's that's going to be one of the areas where I think even if you're the Rock or Momoa, you're not going to be able to keep up with 
with all my shooters. So I'm taking Woody Harrelson from White Man Can't Jump oh, era. I had him lined up next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, if you've seen that movie, you, you know that he can ball and shoot the hoop. Uh, sorry, shoot the ball. Beautiful shooter of the basketball. Uh, to the point where like it becomes very obvious that Wesley Snipes can't and that he just kind of was trying to look cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in that movie. But Woody Harrelson, my token white guy for now. Nice. No, that's that's cool. That's cool. Um, see, that's where he's getting on in age. But, you know, I'm taking the You can take him in prime. Nin- you can yeah. take him in White Man Can't Jump era. Taking the, nin- the 90s. The 90s version. Well, I'm, um, I've gone literal with uh, I need a badass shooter. Mm-hmm. So I've gone with Keanu Reeves, a.k.a. John Wick, <laughs> because he shoots everybody from anywhere. He does not miss. He's definitely back. So, I think uh, he's actually a hooper as well. It wouldn't surprise me. There's probably not many things that old Keanu can't do. So Keanu Reeves is going to be my third pick. Um, you know, he's a very talented individual, very Zen master, so he won't get rattled in the big moments. Uh, he's, he's the master of the universe through, through his Neo abilities and what have you. So he's, he's got some utility. But uh, yeah, Keanu Reeves is going to be my, my next pick. And then... Um, Can I say something about Keanu? Yeah, of course. So if if you Google Keanu Reeves in basketball, there's a story about him and Rob Lowe playing in a celebrity basketball game in 1988. There's a great like throwback Thursday photo of this, but apparently Keanu dropped 22 points on uh, on old Rob, Rob Lowe. Lowe. So God. so you've you've done a good pick there. No, say. see, I didn't do like as I said, I didn't do any research. <laughs> I sort of thought of just literal people that I'd want to watch on the court slash build a pretty badass unit around. And the other guy I've gone with is often regarded as probably the best mixed martial arts fighter of all time. I'm going John Bones Jones. So give me John Bones Jones. He's six foot four. So uh, another another tall boy for my team, but he's got a 2.15 meter wingspan. So, mm. you know, he could guard any position on the court. He's got crazy agility, big reach, and his family, they're all professional athletes. Like two of his brothers play in the NFL professionally. He's an MMA fighter. Obviously, he's done some dumb things outside of fighting uh, here and there. But yeah, I reckon he'd be a baller as well. I think he'd be a bit of a hooper, old Johnny Bones. So uh, I'm going to add him to my lineup as well. Okay. So I've had all three of my preferences so far. My next pick is a guy that your team's just not going to want to mess with because they'll, well... I think they'll feel a bit bad if they if they're too rough with him. So it's Barack Obama who <laughs> That's we, so good. We know can hoop. And I've heard the stories of NBA players getting invited to his games. And apparently, yeah, everyone's just like playing defense like a couple of feet back. They don't wanna accidentally like, you know, give him an elbow here or there that's gonna show up on the news. No one so wants great. no one wants to be that guy. It might be different now that he's not president, but I think he's so beloved that uh, yeah, they'll be they'll be gentle with Obama. And he's a lefty; he's got a jump shot. We've seen that recently, and he he knows what it takes to get the job done. And he's like a leader, so he'll bring this ragtag group of people together. So that's uh, what Barack's role is going to be. That's a good pick. Thank you, thank you. Um, I've got another pick, but I probably need to go with some height. Because everyone I've got is like between five foot ten and six foot one. Oh, sorry, household prince between like five foot 
six and six, and six foot one. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's definitely small ball. I thought you were going to grab this guy before when you said Jason, but it's Jason Siegel. He's on my short list too. <laughs> yep. Yeah, six yeah. foot four. Six foot four. He's my. He's going to be my big man, but he's going to be spreading the floor as well. And he, the story about him is that he won a dunk a dunk contest in high school, I think, and they used to call him uh, the like. He had some nickname like Chocolate Thunder, like White Chocolate or <laughs> White Thunder or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And there, I think there's video of him somewhere on the internet of uh, of his dunks in the dunk comp, and he, he can throw down. For a young guy. So I guess it's like Freaks and Geeks era, Jason Siegel. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's uh that's that's a good pickup. He was on my list. Like I've got like the celebrities I had sort of ingrained in my memory. I've got like six dudes that are between six five and six four, and he's on mm-hmm. there for me. So I've got two spots to fill. Um and I guess it segues nicely. You mentioned Freaks and Geeks, and this this artist has a, a rap track called Freaks Ooh. and Geeks, and I'm going Donald Glover to play Point guard for me, because there really isn't a thing this man can't do. Uh, I, I don't know if he's much of a baller, but I just envision he'd probably pick it up and just be naturally great at it because he seems to be good at everything. So uh, give me some Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Troy Barnes, a.k.a. everything else under the sun, <laughs> a.k.a. Lando Clarizian, everything like that. Give me give me Donald Glover to uh, yeah, sort of command my, my lineup here. Very good. And then to, to end my roster, I'll, I'll rattle off a couple other names I had on my shortlist. I had Liam Neeson, uh, <laughs> okay. six foot four. Also, surprisingly, I didn't think he was that tall, but six foot four, apparently, yeah, Liam Neeson wow. is. Jeff Goldblum is also six foot four. Yep. Uh, yeah, Jason Siegel was on there. I had Joe Manganiello on there as well. So I thought he could, be, he could be a big boy to sort of guard that paint as well. But oh, I need a. I need a last spot. And I think I'm just going to do it for the lols and the love and adoration for this man. And I'm going to bring Bill Murray into my team as a nice nod to Space Jam and just all his other comedic prowess. And, you know, he's a Hoops fan, big Mm -hmm. Hoops fan. And I just love Bill Murray. So uh, give me, yeah, give me some Bill Murray. Give me some uh, peak Peter Venkman era. Bill Murray, some Ghostbusters action. So yeah, that's that's my uh, that's my sixth players. Did you want to did you want to rattle off your roster? Sure. So I've got one player left to pick. I think. Oh, you do. Oh, that's right, because it's Snake. Yeah, sorry, sorry. That's okay. Um, Fill that lineup out. Sure. So my sixth man, I, I got my top six here. I'm glad that you didn't pick any of them, but uh, my sixth man's Denzel Washington, aka Jesus Shuttleworth's father, in he got game. There's the famous scene where they're playing one on one, and I believe, it, like Ray Allen's character was me- meant to win eleven to zero, and Denzel scored like the first two or three points, and thought that he was going to take it to to Ray Allen, and then Ray Allen got really annoyed and just scored like the next eleven points in a row <laughs> <laughs> but they were really like going at each other Denzel was trying but I'll, I'll take a guy that could score a few on Ray Allen in his in his prime so Denzel yeah my that's guy. that's a good pick he was he was on my short list he was on yeah. my short list another six foot one guy so you know he's I've got a few dudes that aren't small in uh Denzel Obama and Michael B Jordan oh, but, and Siegel and, Siegel's C- six and four. Siegel. but then obviously Prince is is the kind of 
little person and Woody Harrelson, I think is coming in around five ten. So yeah. definitely stretching the floor with my shooters and a lot of ball movement, a lot of uh, zipping the ball around the three point line to get the open shooter. That's going to be the strategy here. Jason Siegel in there to kind of, you know, just tip the ball out when, when there's a miss for one of the, the guards to grab it. But uh, yeah, that, my list is Prince, Michael B. Jordan, Woody Harrelson, Barack Obama, Jason Siegel, and Denzel Washington coming off the bench. That's a good lineup. So my my starting five, uh, Donald Glover at the point. Uh, I've got Keanu Reeves at shooting guard, uh, John Bones Jones at small forward, The Rock and Jason Momoa interchangeable at power forward and center. And then the the great timeless wonder, Bill Murray is my sixth man, uh, <laughs> you know, and he'll probably do just as much as he did in Space Jam, you know. He'll have have one moment, but that's all I need. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my team. It's my team. I'm feeling good. Every oh yeah, four sixths of my team are six foot four or six foot five. Mm-hmm. So I got some got some big, strong, athletic young men there that can uh you know it's going to be a bit of bully ball there's, yeah. there's going to be some banging going on there's going to be elbows definitely there's going to be sore bodies after this game that's for sure just stay away from obama can't, yeah, no promises no promises <laughs> you know keanu takes takes no prisoners you know once he gets on that court it'll get serious yeah yeah i mean denzel, denzel's definitely no one to to not be, to underestimate when it comes to bruising and and intimidation so that's very true <laughs> very true yeah we've got some similarities like keanu and denzel sort of similar sort of mm. uh mentalities donald glover could almost be like a, a prince light with some of the music he's got going yeah. these days you know yeah. there's some there's some threads connecting here it's, it's nice what it'll be a be a heavyweight battle for the ages this one so uh sadly we'll never see this realized in real life but it's going to play out in my dreams tonight that's for sure mm. yeah but JP, um, that probably brings us to the end of uh, this episode of Are we Hoop Dreams. Do a quick uh, Space Jam discussions since we're talking about Bill Murray. Oh yeah, I forgot we uh, we didn't even talk about that early. We jumped into uh, trade deadline stuff. So mm. uh, yeah, there we go. I'm a bit too fast and loose today. So yeah, the the Space Jam trailer has uh, you know Space Jam Two New Legends has uh, been doing the the rounds now for about. Three days at time yep. of recording dropped over the over the Easter weekend. What did you think about this? I watched the trailer and I immediately thought this looks like a better premise than the original Space Jam. It's a bit more to it. It's a bit more complicated. I'm not sure if it's going to necessarily work, but I like that. Uh, you know, a few episodes back, probably a few months ago, actually. Till we read out like the synopsis, and it just sounded like wacko, but uh, it's it's interesting. Like they've gone, they've, they haven't just. It would have been really easy to just rehash the first one and be like, "Oh, the monsters are back," and this time they took the talents of, you know, these five players that are modern NBA players, and LeBron has to put a team together with Looney Tunes. Like that would have been the easy kind of obvious thing to do, but instead it's. Don Cheadle and he's like the yeah he's the, like the Mr. Architect. Internet or something yeah, he's like know. the he's architect like... of the Matrix or something yeah and... <laughs> he's, he's head of the dark web or something and he's got access to like every IP it's like a Ready Player One situation where yeah. Iron Giant's there and you know who, who else did we see in the trailer we saw so many like the people from A Clockwork Orange were in it like people that mm. rape and murder 
Um, you know, yeah. we saw Pennywise the Clown from it, like the Stephen King world. Yeah, yeah. we saw a couple of iterations of the of Penguin from Batman. We saw Jack Nicholson's Joker, uh, right. and a host of other people. There were so many rando cameos um, in this. Anything Warner Brothers owns, basically. Pretty much, pretty much, and and apparently, like LeBron's team he's assembling is going to have like the Iron Giant in it and King Kong. Apparently, they're going to be two of the starting players or something. Uh. See, I thought that his team was going to be the Looney Tunes and the other team was going to be those guys. Yeah, like they, they had like almost like robotic Terminator type of looking players mm. um, as far as their team. But it's just, it looks bong. I agree, like the the premise seems a lot stronger than the, the Michael Jordan Space Jam film. So, so maybe there's some hope and LeBron's a lot less rigid and wooden than yeah. MJ in front of the camera. So at least it'll be a bit tolerable like i don't it's not going to win any awards that's for sure like no oscars but uh i think it'll just be fun to watch it'll just be dumb and enjoyable and maybe have a little bit of heart i'm hoping we get a wayne knight cameo somewhere we need uh wayne knight back yeah they have to tie the universe together somehow and he's lost heaps of weight now so maybe he'd actually be kind of he might not be as funny that's the issue like but he, yeah. might be, he might be more useful on the on the floor yeah but it, it doesn't look as bad as like as you said when when we first talked that initial synopsis months ago it sounded rough Mm. but watching that trailer i'm like okay this doesn't look the worst it looks okay is kevin hart in this movie because i just feel like that's the natural fit (laughs) yeah i haven't seen him announced i know um i know zendaya voices uh lola bunny yeah yeah interesting yeah, but outside of that, I've got, got nothing. But uh, I did see, like, I, I tweeted out that there's, like, a, a reference in the trailer to the Dwayne Wade alley-oop to LeBron where he yeah. runs past and throws his hands up. So I think if they play a bit more with that kind of meta thing and, like, there's a few references to NBA or to, to like, basketball culture, like, they could have some real fun with it and give fans of the game something to enjoy beyond just, oh, it's LeBron James. Like, yeah. I think that would be yeah. cool. And did we... Did we? Was there not like maybe it was just rumors? But I thought we had confirmed like these NBA players were going to be in the movie as well, like Clay Thompson. I think it was rumors because there was no mention. You'd think they'd show them in the trailer. Yeah, you'd, you'd think to you get would. a bit of extra sizzle. But maybe maybe LeBron had a bit of MJ syndrome. He's like, I just want all the camera on me in this trailer. I don't want it taken away from Clay and Co. Just put it all on the King, baby. Yeah, I f- I f- yeah. I feel like the original movie, the trailer would have been like. Barkley, Ewing, like maybe not Sean Bradley. Hope you hope you're doing all right, Sean Bradley. But yeah, um, crazy. I uh, think, yeah, you'd think that if it had Anthony Davis and Clay Thompson and Steph Curry in it, they would have said so. But yeah, maybe they just haven't done that this time since the Monstars yeah. aren't a thing. Maybe, maybe we just get a little cameo. Maybe they're going to be in it for like sixty seconds max. Sure. And yeah, it, it. it might be like they're playing pick up at the start of the movie or something. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like I, I'm not completely bombing this movie. Like I'll go watch it and yeah. there's a chance I think I might enjoy it. So well, well done see. to Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, listeners, thank you for dropping on by the Hoop Dreams Court today. Uh, hopefully in the next fortnight, we'll have the full contingent back and uh, Matt Tilbury gets that thrush under control. <laughs> um, you know, I think it's a simple cream or a tablet that, that sorts it out these days. So he should be back in the hosting chair in two weeks time but uh jp anything you want to say before we uh leave the court for another fortnight 
No, I just hope you, you're all right, Matt. <laughs> Me too. And uh, I, I guess we should, I could plug uh, JD from No Dunks on putting in work. If you haven't listened to that yet, go check that out. And we've got a Napoleon Dynamite comedy rewind coming up next week. God, who's on Napoleon Dynamite? Uh, Stephen from Player Two. Nice, he's nice. A, he's a he's a film teacher, so be good to get a bit in depth and analytical on yeah a cult classic. That's exciting. That's mm. exciting. And yeah, that that interview you did with JD from No Dunks uh, told you like told you not recording. Uh, that is, yeah, one of the best putting in work episodes that I've heard. So be sure, listeners, to Thank get you. that in your ear holes ASAP. Really, really fun, organic, free-flowing discussion with two good people uh, mm. you know, sharing good stories. So, uh, yeah, I was a big fan of that one. Thank you. It was good good times. All right, JP, let's uh, close the studio down for another fortnight. But until next time, 8-Bit Nation, may your shots land... <laughs> Hey, they swish. I don't know. Yeah, that's good. What's a good outro? Keep dreaming. Yeah. May our shots hit nothing but net. <laughs> Tilby's yeah. going to hate me. He's going to be so angry at me. Yeah, he is. If you never hear from me again, listeners, it's because Tilby has killed me after bringing to light his thrust situation. So much love. Stay humble. Stay hungry. <laughs>